Welcome back to another episode of Smart Mentality Podcast. As always, it's your boy Odem Dell. I'm here with my man's JD. What's up, yo? yo? What's up? What's up? Yeah, man. It's been, it's been a long week again. You know, we, we're we're gonna get back on schedule. We're gonna have a set time and schedule for everybody. Uh, it's looking like yeah, we're trying to. We're, yeah, yeah. We're we're definitely trying to work that shit out because you know, got work. People be tired. Like we're gonna record on Friday, but I got home and I just felt like sleeping. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to work it out, but you know, you know sorry. Right. We, we we do this for fun as a hobby, you know. Uh, but you know, we do want to take it serious, so we will have a, a set schedule, so uh, so people can listen to it and, and enjoy it along with us. You know what I mean? So because uh, we do have fun talking about it without you know amongst ourselves and. And with other people in different like Facebook groups and on the internet and stuff like that, but you know, so we'll, you know, we'll get that situated. And um, I mean, we'll the next episode we'll definitely have a set schedule and we'll let you know then what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out for you guys, but you know, but it, just to make up for it though, I, I did want to kind of bring up a new idea because generally speaking this week was relatively slow like there's a couple of major things that happened and some some cool things that happened but there's no real use of recapping the full show because i th- I, I was thinking about it Kwame, and i was like really when, when it gets down to it it's, it's always the same especially right now where it's like you talk about how raw is doing one thing and doing another thing poorly and then SmackDown is usually on the better end of that, but it still has a little bit, but that's weird. And then NXT is like kind of consistent. And so it's like to, to kind of mix it up, I was thinking we should just do like a top three. So we're, we're going to give this a try and you can let us know how this top three format goes. But we're, we're going to get into it later in the show. But basically, you know, I'll bring up to my top three, you know, and it could be whatever, like wrestlers, segments, moments, whatever, matches. And, you know, I'll bring up my top three and Kwame will talk, bring up his top three and we'll kind of just discuss it. And it could, you know, you know, it'll just kind of be a free from discussion from them. But that way you get to cover all the different shows like you're not necessarily focusing on one or the other. And you kind of get to the highlights rather than talking about the stupid Sami Zayn segment. Yeah. yeah, And and that right there, because I was like, I'm not watching this show. And it's like and it really made me think like, like, yo. Like, you know, we're doing a wrestling recap show and all this and that. But I'm like, but I really don't want to watch the stupidest shit. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) so. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, like, I keep my eye out, but I'm not trying to kill myself watching stupidity either. Like, if if the whole show is good, we'll talk about the whole show. But, you know, or, you know, but, you know, at the same time, we're we're kind of at a period where we're building up. It's not even the go home show yet. And they're kind of just filling in the blanks leading up to money in the bank. So, anyway, uh, was there was there anything you wanted to get to before, and like just any any general things that you had, uh, you know, um, that came up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing uh, be- before we get into like the little, the new segment and all, all that, uh, we still don't have authors of pain on TV. What happened? Like, what? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I I actually I forgot to watch the video but um what culture or it was a cult of hog it was one of them too yeah. but they put up a video today about or yesterday about why authors of pain haven't been on tv and i'm not sure what they said obviously but um i guess we're not the only ones that noticed so it, it is kind of interesting i'm not sure like i remember 
somebody in the group in Overslam posting a theory about him join I mean about them joining Roman eventually, which would be interesting but also kind of weird because that would insinuate Roman gets a heel turn and that's kind of yeah. contradicting popular uh opinion about what they're trying to do with them. Um but yeah, like what what do you think? Yeah, uh I I heard that maybe one of them is hurt. I don't know. Uh, hmm. Like, how did they get hurt? Because they haven't been fighting anybody. Like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, unless they got hurt in the house show. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we'll see. I don't. I don't know. I, I I'm gonna go watch that video after this. After we record this podcast, and, and, and I'll see what happened. But uh, them also sanity. Where the fuck is sanity? Like, same situation. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I feel like. They they got called up too early. I feel like for like you know they wanted to call up a whole bunch of people to have them in the pocket, but then they realized that their rosters really are way too stacked, and they don't have an if they don't have anything to do with them, then why even put them on Raw? You know, and yeah. they probably made with, with Sanity. I feel like it's kind of the smart call because at least they haven't even been on TV to make a, a, a decision about them whether you like them or not. Yeah. And you can kind of wait until they have something good. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Authors of Pain, they kind of jumped the gun. But it's still okay because they didn't really set them up to do anything. The only thing really major that happened was they separated them from Paul Ellering, which I still think is a kind of a bad idea. But I don't – like, to be fair, like, Paul Ellering, I don't really know how I felt about him anyway. But I do think that a manager helps their, you know, their uh, whole – gimmick yeah so that kind of goes with that theory of okay well if you put him with roman that's a guy that could talk for the team or whatever but i mean they're not samoan so i like i don't know why they would put him with them i don't, I don't know <laughs> maybe because they all light skin i don't know Right. Yeah, I mean they they look like you know because WWE they like to do that where it's like oh if you look like you could be X race then we'll just make you that so mm-hmm. you know they used to like that's what they did with gender I mean gender is Indian but I mean he's you know not straight from there they they try to bill him as he is but whatever I mean I guess we'll find out after Money in the Bank because Money in the Bank is a little bit of a tentpole if you will so yeah. If we don't see him after Money in the Bank, then I don't know. Maybe they just don't have anything for him. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too. Um, also, I, I I've been seeing that they said that WWE is ready to move away from Brock Lesnar. Good. It's like, it's like I see like, ESPN said it. I see like you know like um, what's the Sports Illustrated? They said it also. So I'm, I'm thinking this is it's legit. Mm-hmm. So. Um, who do you think they're they're gonna go with though? It would have to be it would have to be whoever. You, well, no, it wouldn't have to be whoever wins money in the bank because they could have a, a tournament to see who's gonna be number one contender and all that other dumb shit. But who do you think yeah, they would go I, with? I mean, I I'm in this state of mind where I just feel like Roman's gonna get it whether we want to or not, right? Mm-hmm. And I can live with that to some degree because like even though narratively it's been awful like getting to this point if he has it at least it's on raw and then somebody could win it from him or whatever but um i mean 
I feel like the most interesting decision to, would be to go with the Money in the Bank winner because, mm-hmm. but you know that that's literally what they did the last time they took the belt from Brock. Well, you know, I will sorry, not the last time because the last time it was Goldberg, but like when Seth well, took Goldberg it from him, didn't it take was it from the, Brock. didn't he win it from he, him? He won it from Kevin Owens. Oh, you're right. Oh shit. Okay, so I'm wrong then. So, yeah, the last time they took it from Brock that I remember, at least off the top of my head, was when Seth did it, right? Yeah. And that was a Money in the Bank cash-in. So, like, depending on who wins, and, like, I could see someone from Raw winning, but, I mean, I like, you know, I want it to be Finn, you know, like, in, yeah. in the back of my head, or, or someone even like Samoa Joe or something, but Samoa Joe had his chance against Brock and he failed. And I feel like they've been building Finn, but I don't know if they've been building him to be Brock, you know? So would it be Braun? I don't know. Cause like, I would be happy with Braun winning, but I can't see it happening at money in the bank, like, or buy money in the bank. Like, I don't, I feel like he doesn't need the money in the bank to yeah. get a match with Brock, but, um, I don't know. Who do you think right now? Um, I I see it's either between Braun and uh Finn. I think it's between them two. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that that's that's a good idea. I, I mean, think, I think it's between them two because I think because if the stories is true and they want to get away from uh some um what's his name, Brock uh Brock Lesnar, if they want to get mm-hmm. away from him, this would be uh a straight safe story to go through you know what i mean just yeah and they have been building up the rivalry between the two also yeah and this you know it's real safe it's like you win the money in the bank you cash in on brock lesnar that's it you get the belt off you know what i mean and so yeah uh, i agree i agree over on smackdown it'll be you know i would i would see samoa joe that's the only person i could see winning it i mean unless they Mm -hmm. go the new day but i don't think you I don't. I don't think they want the new day to get in the way of the the, the championship right now. Which it would be. It, I would love to see the new day. Like you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Freebird rule the belt. Like, yeah, that would be. <laughs> that would be, be dope as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I would. I would. I would be for it. But I like if they did go for it. Like mm-hmm. one, I feel like they would probably make them go for the WWE championships, and that title picture is just fine how it is. So I'd rather them not get in the middle of it. Uh-huh. Um, so, but yeah, it would be fun. It'd be, it's a fun concept, but I I just don't think they'll pull the the, the plug on that yet. Um, I mean, to be honest though, like I'm looking at the 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 results right now. So basically, after this last week, we have everybody in the men's money in the bank. So it's Braun, Finn, The Miz, Rusev. Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, a New Day member, and Samoa Joe. And the majority of those people I would be happy with to some degree. Um, the only one I can say I care the least about is Bobby Roode because, like, he's not healed, so he just he doesn't count to me um, as a character. But, I mean, like, anybody else I would be happy with but narratively i just don't really see anyone besides really like braun or finn winning mm. um maybe kevin owens but uh, i don't know it's kind of hard to call yeah 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Kevin Owens. Could, <laughs> Kevin Owens could be a good choice. Because um, you know they have been saying he's like the their guy. He, I mean, but if, if you look at it, he really is. He's been mixing it up with Stephanie, Shane, and Vince. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know the only other person is like Roman. You know what I mean? And same exactly. thing by association. He had to. You know. Um, mm-hmm. But so yeah. so like so let, let's say let's say that they do take the belt off of Braun and they go with the money in the bank winner as the as the new champion what do they do with Roman do they have him as the first number one contender do they pull him out of the title picture for a little while or is is it just going to be transitional for Roman like you know, what do you think they do with him was Roman on this week no, that's the, so that that's another news show story we should talk about. Yeah. Roman wasn't on Raw at all, which and so I had no idea why because so basically last week we all know that Raw was was mediocre. Yeah. And then we're I'm I'm watching Raw and I was like this Raw is pretty fun so far. Like I'm enjoying it. You know, these matches are pretty cool and the segments still some dumb segments, but nothing like is really pissing me off yet. Um <laughs> You know, like, or at least nothing major. I mean, some of the yeah. segments were pretty bad. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm watching it and watching it and I'm enjoying it. And then it's over. And then I was like, oh, that was pretty good. It was much better than last week. And then someone said Roman wasn't on it. And I was like, word? Like, what? Like, I didn't even notice. That was crazy. Like, it, it just completely passed over my brain. Mm. But, yeah, like, uh, but what do you think that I, means? I, I literally just thought of that. <laughs> Like, yo, Roman wasn't there this week. Nah. And it's like, and I started thinking, I'm like, dang, was he suspended last week or something? Did I miss something? Nah, nah I mean, I have no, like, I don't, I, like, I didn't read any dirt sheets about why he wasn't mm-hmm. on Raw. Like, if I had to speculate, it's because they wanted to get some heat off of him. I think that is, like, they yeah. want people to miss him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's kind of interesting, all things considered. But I mean, he he really isn't involved in any major storylines well, currently. He, he had is the he? thing with uh, Jinder Mahal, but not Jinder Mahal is is going against Seth. Yeah, because Seth is the champion. He should yeah. be. <laughs> and another thing, I want to see that same energy that everybody gave Roman uh, for for being a, a what you call it a Grand Slam champion. I want to see y'all get that same energy if Jinder Mahal wins this belt. You know what I mean? Oh snap! You think he's gonna win the IC? <laughs> I don't. I don't think he will. But if he does, that'll be, be like the fastest Grand Slam champion ever. You know what I'm <laughs> that'd be interesting, yo. Like, what a come up for Jinder that would be. And you know what? I'm I'm happy. I'm still happy for him because like they they managed to make him so dastardly that people just innately hate him mm-hmm. and they, they'll they put him in these matches with, with people like Seth and the matches will you know some people like to say to shit on Jinder all day every day but I think he performs admirably when you know when he needs to not he doesn't steal the show he's not like he's not gonna overwork Seth but he'll work with him to put on a, a match and tell a story of like oh you got this this heel who's trying to cheat to win and you got the face who is gonna overcome it because he's the face, and it, or it works. It works. Yeah. And you know, um, someone made a good point about them pulling the emphasis away from 
his background and making him just more of a bad guy. So it's like it's not about him being the the modern day Madharaja and being from like, you know, having a racially charged plot. It's more just oh, I'm I'm this guy and I deserve to be champion. Like it's about the the belt or about like prestige rather than that. So I I think that works for works in his favor because when he was uh you know his other storyline kind of made you more sympathetic for him because you're like damn like he's right but here it's just like you know he's just kind of plain bad guy but it still it still works like in in this context at least mm-hmm. but um yeah was there and oh yes yeah, well um, I, I guess since we mentioned the mon- the men's money in the bank uh we also have all the members of the women's win as well so it's Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. She was the one who won uh, the gauntlet match on Raw. Um, do you have any thoughts on that, or are you just kind of like going to wait and see? Uh, yeah, I- I'm going to wait and see because uh, I-, I-, I still got Becky. That's like my only choice that I could think of. Um, <laughs> I-, I think... Whoever wins the women's Money in the Bank is going to cash in that night. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I think I think somebody's. Lo- I think one of them is lo- somebody's losing their belt. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be cool with that. Um, it, it, when's the, like? Didn't Dean cash in the night he won it? Yeah, but that was like, was that last year or the year? That was the year before because it, uh, the brand split didn't happen yet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. Damn, it has. It's only. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's crazy. Cause he he wanted but, um, he wanted uh, uh, uh two years ago. Then the brand split happened uh, a couple months after that. Mhm. So that's 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 where we're at now. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so far for that, I have like I feel like my heart is saying Becky, but my my brain is saying Sasha Banks because when she won, mm-hmm. I was like, well, Bank isn't her last name. And I could see WWE doing something corny like that. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I started fantasy booking a little bit too much. And I was like, okay, so Sasha Banks wins the money in the bank. And Bailey wasn't in the match. And she's going to get jealous. And then Sasha's going to try to cash in. And then Bailey's going to ruin the cash in because she's mad. Like, mm, okay. If, if, like, but I feel like that also makes too much sense. So it might not happen, but I could see that happening. Okay. So I, if I had to pick a number two, it would be Sasha. But you know, I'm still rooting for Becky. Okay, okay. Um, hey, I'm still so, rooting for Becky as well. Yeah, I mean, I just it, it, like when's the last time a face had the the money in the bank the, for the an extended face? period? Oh uh, man, I don't know. Cause two. I feel like it's always one. the heat. Both Hills won last year. The year before, Dean, but Dean cashed in that night. The year before that was Sheamus. Well, was it John Cena the time he cashed it in and lost? Who did he he lost? He, who did he lose it to? Uh, uh, I forgot. It was a long time ago, but I remember I, you know, he it was cashed- crazy. I just watched it. I just watched John Cena winning the Money in the Bank, like literally when we were setting up. <laughs> yeah, because they put it on YouTube, right? Yeah. 
So I was maybe it was Dean. It. Well, wasn't Dean face when he cashed in? Yeah, he was face, but he only okay, he cashed so, in that night. Yeah, though. yeah, that was the yeah, that was the same <laughs> night. Damn. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. We'll we'll come back to that when it's necessary, if it's necessary. But um, otherwise, oh, look, last thing before we move on to top three, I real I remember I forgot about the Ronda watch last week, yeah. so I just wanted to bring it up, and I also wanted to piggyback that with the fact that she didn't have a match this week either. All she had was a mediocre <laughs> segment with Nia Jax. But um, my guess is that after this championship match, she'll finally start having matches on Raw. That's my hope, at least. So maybe that'll be the end of the Ronda Watch, but we will see. I'll, I'll chronicle it as long as I have to. Okay. So anyway, um, now, do you want to get to the top three? Yeah, yeah or... we, can do we can do that. All right, so like I said, the top three, pretty much, we're just going to be talking about our top three matches, segments, wrestlers, set, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, from the week, from any of the shows, Raw, SmackDown, 205, NXT, if there was some international or indie, we mentioned that too. Um, but yeah, so let's let's start with you, Kwame. What do you got for, uh, and it doesn't really have to be in yeah. order either. It's All just, right. so. Uh, so first things first, man, yeah. I got Seth Rollins, man. I, Seth Rollins can make a great match out of anybody. And Word. him and Jen, I mean, it wasn't a, a five star classic match, but it was a, it was really good. It was a really good mm-hmm. story. Uh, you had my man, uh, one of the Sting brothers coming in, kept trying to interfere, and then Seth yeah, and he got, got banned from the match, <laughs> and he he still came back. <laughs> and Seth just got pissed and just started wailing on Jinder with a chair, and it was, it was so dope. But I think yeah, I, I think Seth, uh, outside of like uh, AJ Styles is my favorite wrestler right now. But outside of mm-hmm. that, uh, Seth is just fun to watch Seth every week. You know, with all yeah. the BS that's going on on Raw, Seth is always a highlight and a hot spot of the show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's that's one of my top three going in. Yeah, now, I, I definitely think this year is, is Seth's year so far, especially since WrestleMania. Like, he's been on fire. He's been having great matches. And, he, like, his charisma has increased and his, like, I, I don't know exactly know what it is, but it's like he he pretty much has been firing on all cind- cylinders in the ring, and he's been putting on entertaining matches to the point where you look forward to seeing what Seth does every week. And it's like I definitely think this year, like he's in my top three. Well, you know, he he's in the argument for the top because there, there's a lot yeah. of great wrestling talent, but um, I, I think when Ben. Ben posted a like who's your favorite WWE wrestler so far this yeah. year, and a lot of people were saying Seth, and I could see exactly why because he's been killing it. What's like the, you know, uh, on a, on a that, show that was hasn't that gauntlet been. match this year, or was that last year? The gauntlet match on Raw I, that might have yeah. been this year. Yeah, yeah, because I was going into I, I Elimination Chamber, right? Yeah, yeah. True, true. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Seth, man, Seth is killing. I forgot that that happened this year, but yeah, like that—that that makes it even greater. Like the stuff he's been doing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I agree with that though. Seth is—he's on one. All right, so who's one of your? With me, what's one of your picks? I guess. All right, so uh, I'm gonna start with the. Uh, I'm gonna start with a tie. So I have the SmackDown and the Raw main events because uh, 
they they both were were good. They both had flaws. I'm not gonna lie. They they both definitely had certain flaws to them, but there were elements in them that I enjoyed enough to just want to at least give them a shout out. Um, so on Raw, you had the women's gauntlet match that was gonna decide the Money in the Bank winner. And the, the the primary reason I'm giving this a spot is because of everything from when Mickey James and Ruby Riot were wrestling to the end. Because um, basically, um, Mickey James it was her hometown, I believe. So yeah. she was wrestling with Ruby, and Ruby we already talked about Ruby. She's dope, and I felt like they had a, a good match, like or a good you know segment of the match where. You know, the crowd was hot because it was Mickey. And when the crowd, like, I, I felt like the, the crowd this week in general was just really good on Raw and SmackDown. So it made every match feel a little bit more epic. But, um, yeah. you know, that, that, you know, their whole segment was clean. Ru- you know, Ruby did her thing and she ended up getting the victory. And then Sasha came in and Sasha and Ruby also had a great match. Um, and it was like, there was this one spot where, like, Sasha pulled Ruby's like put put Ruby on the the um the corner of the ring and then like pulled her head down and then like went and kicked her and it sounded really brutal like it it, it looked bad like like not in a she fucked it up way but in a like yo know, she really laid that in like it made it sound like it hurt so I felt like some of that aggression from a from Sasha came out in that match, which helped out. Um, but yeah, and and then on top of that, Sasha won, and I thought that that was a a solid pick to win that match. Even though, like, I feel like Ruby has been sl- slowly becoming one of my favorite women on Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruby, so, Ruby is dope. Yeah, so it's like I was a little sad about that, but I feel like her come up is inevitable. Like she she's gonna get her run, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, so I wanted to give that a shout out, and then on SmackDown, um, you had the the three way between Joe, Brian, and Big Cass, and the only reason, like, I probably would have, like, if it was just Joe Brian, I probably would have had that as the singular match in this top three, but the fact that they put Big Cass in there did kind of take away from my excitement a little bit, so I decided to tie it with the Raw one, but like the the Joe and Brian's segments were great, and like even though Big Cass was in it, he didn't do terrible. Like yeah, he, he did I, his. Thing I wasn't mad. I, I wasn't mad at having Big Cass in it because the whole setup of it was dope. Because you know last yeah, yeah, week no, we was, was talking about yo, is he injured? Is he not injured? Like what's going on? You know, it was like dang, maybe he might be. This is a big ass uh swerve. Like you know, a lot of people thought he was really still injured. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. No, so, I agree. Because like we we talked about this before too, yeah. where it's like we weren't sure if he was being worked or not, and. Yeah. I, I think I went on a record saying I thought it was real, so I, I got worked. Yeah. And but so, um and so they, yeah. they did a good job, you know, they they starting to starting to get some of those moles out of there, you know what I mean? Get some of the moles yeah, out exactly. of the camp. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I figured they got they got one of them out of there at least, you know. Somebody's out of there. Um but yeah, it, it so that's why I enjoyed it. So I'm I'm with you. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like it was the the match was still dope and I feel like, you know, Daniel Bryan has been on fire since he came back and Samoa Joe like has been on fire as well. And like I I kind of just worked myself into wanting to see that match happen, even if there was a schmoz finish, 
So the fact that he was in it the whole time, I was kind of like, it, it took away just a tad, but I still thought the main event was dope, and you know, I wanted to shout that out. So anyway, uh, so that was cool. So what what you got next? Okay, uh, next for me is the. The New Day versus The Miz and Sheamus and Cesaro, The Bar. I thought that was the the most fun watching match I've had in a long time, man. That's the most fun I've had watching a match in a minute. Uh, Yeah. I think all of them pulled out some new tricks. Uh, Damn, what the fuck happened? Uh, Yeah, you know, okay, so remember last week we talked about uh, Kofi, like, you know, jumping off Cesaro's back or whatever on the Sheamus? Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, and then um, Xavier did some shit this week. I forgot exactly what he did. Man, I said that we watched it before I, before we recorded this. But Xavier did some ill ass shit this week. So you know, if you listen to this, mm-hmm. just go just go watch that match and you'll see what I'm talking. Yeah, about. yeah, you should. Like, I, I definitely agree. <laughs> like, the crowd was extremely hot during this match, from what I remember. Um, I like the, all these dudes work really well, and it's part of the reason why it's like when you put the new day in a match with anybody like you have a reason to expect it to be great and like Seamus and Cesaro they already proved that they're good and then the Miz like you know he he doesn't half-ass it when it comes to these types of matches either mm-hmm. and it was just like it was a formula for a great match and I, I definitely wanted to put it on my top three as well like I, I was kind of tossing it in my head but I felt like you would put it on there like it would come up in, in any way but yeah, that match was dope, man. Like the like, and uh, I think New Day won that one, right? Yeah, New Day won it, and 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 at the end of the match, they started playing on uh the the who thing, like who's gonna be in it. So we still don't know. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. Like you know, it's a it's a great subtle build. You know, like it just gives you an extra reason to watch Money in the Bank. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was cool with that match. That was dope. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. So uh, what's your what's next for you? All right, so next for me is Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy on 205. Um, I had to, like, when I when I saw that this match was happening, I was like, yo, that match is going to be dope. I just knew. Because um, the way that 205 has been really handling this whole Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander plot has been cool. Uh, Buddy Murphy, you know, with the whole cut and weight storyline and stuff like that it has yeah. been interesting. Like, you know, because you don't really see that in WWE. It has a little bit of a... MMA twist to it in a way, mm-hmm. um, and because and like and like MMA and boxing, like if uh if a if a fighter doesn't make weight, they they can they can get fined, they get fined, or uh, like here they just don't have the match. But like in boxing mm-hmm. and MMA, they'll have the match, but it won't uh it won't be for the title. Yeah, so yeah, like, it just so becomes a it just becomes an exhibition match, and so um. So I want to see what happens here. Like, let's say Buddy Murphy does go over the limit, and will Cedric be like, you know, fuck it, I want to fight, you know? And, mm-hmm. and maybe that could take away. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, I, I, I mean, they was, could do whatever they great. want, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, like, but these two dudes, like yeah. Buddy Murphy, I didn't expect him to blow up the way he did after NXT because, like, you know, after NXT when the tag team broke up, they just both kind of fell off and. I thought that they were just going to disappear eventually. But when Buddy Murphy came to 205, like that really 
did a lot for him because like they, they did a great job building him and he has a he has a dope move set like his his finishers ill his his mood like his he has a good look now or like you know that that fits his character and he he plays that like cunning heel well too and uh cedric he's been like you know i think cedric's in one of those people that you could say is in contention for one of the best this year just in terms of being consistent and you know his ring work and um you know, it was just like it was a formula for a great main event. But um, yeah, two, two like the I think the match was like twenty minutes long or whatever. But you know, it was exactly what you would expect, and it was Cedric's hometown too. So you had a lot of hometown uh, elements going into Raw and SmackDown. But um, like the crowd was hot, and it's it's good. Like when when I see the crowd getting hot for two oh five, it makes me feel good because it's like they they deserve to be cheered, and you know, like it, it makes it better once you play back those packages and you see people getting hype or you hear it or whatever. Um, you know, because people have been sleeping on 205 for way too long, and it, it is hard to to keep up. Like I had to squeeze in the first half of 205 while I was at work, and then I like I watched the main event when I got home. But it's like, mm. you know, I try to try to watch it when I can, but um, you know, it's just too much wrestling. But yeah, that match is dope. Like, if if you watch anything from 205 this week, make sure you watch that. And yeah. uh, like, and I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Cedric's Miles Morales uh, little like like Spider Man costume. I just thought it was kind of oh yeah, funny. yeah yeah that was dope. <laughs> I, um yeah like usually me man I you know if, if somebody says yo this shit is dope then I'll go check it out. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Most of the time I just check it out on my own. Like, but if I'm like real busy. Like this week, like um, like this week I was like, and then somebody mentioned that match, so I, I just went ahead and just went to go check it out. So I knew that I knew it was fire. So yeah, exactly. But all right, so but yeah, that's um, what I got for that. So third, um, you know, we talked ahead of time. Uh, we got we got the same thing, and it's uh, the the um, Ricochet and so, Velveteen Dream uh, segment. Yeah, I think I think this was the segment that had the the most people that I knew talking after it happened. Yeah, and you know, like it was it was one of those rare moments where I, I called my brother to watch him because my brother he doesn't watch wrestling anymore. He used to, but when it happened, I was just like, "Yo, you just have to see this because this was just like yeah. I've never seen anybody do this before," and it was just like crazy. But on top of that, besides the the main part of that, like the the segment itself has been a great build. Like Velveteen Dream mm-hmm. is really good at building up to a match with his promos, and I feel like this is a good trend. But yeah, what was your takeaway? Yeah, I I agree with you, man. And it's like I I reposted it onto my Facebook page, and it had a lot of people talking and going, and you know I posted it into the shop. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 interesting you know a lot of people aren't don't understand velveteen dream yet you know so they uh there's a there's a little stigma that um a lot of we like doesn't take care of like the black uh the black wrestlers like they yeah. uh they always they the he they people believe that they dressed them up as coons they call the new day coons they uh they, yeah they, they, they did they, they don't like uh velveteen because they think he's 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 a gay character but it's like, but I'm like, he's not. He's Prince. You know what I mean? Like, y- y'all love Prince. 
He's the but, same I mean, thing. I, but, <laughs> exactly. And like, that's what I, that, like, that's the best way to explain it. Like when yeah. I showed Mark, my brother, that clip, he was like, who is that? And I was like, he's pretty much Prince. Like that's, yeah. that's all I said. But even before that, I, I still think even though he's yeah. not like, he, he's supposed to be more of an androgynous character, the, I feel like this is the right time to have a character that kind of totes that line mm-hmm. because when he does say certain things like like what did he, what did he say to Ricochet before Ricochet did the flip he was like you're pretty he was like oh but you're pretty face or whatever blah 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 and then everybody in the crowd was like ah. <laughs> because it's like like I, like I, I think I think the crowd likes it when he yeah. kind of flirts with his opponent. and it it makes it it gives him more heat but it also gives him more like popularity too like at the same time (laughs) it it makes it makes them feel awkward they're like yeah exactly because he did the he did the same (laughs) thing to alistair black yeah so i don't know i think it works in his favor but yeah like that you know the 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 way that they've been building to this even before Ricochet got fully signed, yeah. like I th- I think has been smart. And then just to end it off with Ricochet doing this crazy ass flip onto the ground and just walk like you know like nothing like it's nothing. Like I had to rewatch it multiple times because I was like, wait, like yeah, I I've seen people do like you know it's not the first time I've seen somebody flip out and just walk like you know seth used to do that all the time at in his early shield days but it's like in a promo Mm -hmm. it like i I haven't seen that and it just worked perfectly especially because he had like i don't know ricochet when it comes to athleticism that dude is like a freak of nature like i don't understand I, I I don't understand it either, man. Like he's he's just amazing watching him, you know. And so that's that's the one thing that got people talking was like when he was like, uh, "Show me," and then he's like, and, and, "He's like anything you could do, I could do better." Or yeah. Something. And he like just flips over the ring, <laughs> and, uh, and then Velveteen's face after that, he was just like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it it was dope, man. Yeah, like I think some people were comparing it to that. Um, I forgot who it is on America's Next Top Model, but like someone put up a picture of that. It's like a reaction gift that goes around all the time, and <laughs> I'll try to send it to you after. Yeah. But it was like it was actually perfect. Someone was like, "Wow, this works at way more than it's supposed to." <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, like that, like the the match, like the, every time I think about that match happening, I'm like getting more and more excited and um yeah takeover is really building up to uh, a solid card and uh, yeah like it, it is happening before money in the bank correct yeah uh yeah yeah it's that it's that saturday because they're trying to they're trying to make money in the bank like you know how they got like the big four and they're trying to make yes. it like the, the fifth the fifth yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely cool with that because you and know, like, I want to uh, see it. It even got uh, real uh, Will Osprey like retweeted it. It's like, oh, fuck off, Trevor. Like, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you show off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is funny as hell. You got the platform, got to do it. Nah, but um, <clears throat> it's just interesting though. Like, I, I did want to, ha- I did have a, uh, did, did you have any like things that you left off that you wanted to mention or? Like um, this really quick. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, it was a lot of things I noticed, and I'm happy for over on the SmackDown side. Uh, we got New Day, Sheamus, Cesaro, and the Usos away from the tag team championship, and I love that. And it's like it gives room for everybody else to to try to get it. There was a segment where Lana and Rusev Day together. I I thought, and then they had the Usos and uh, Naomi together. And I, I remember we yeah. was talking. Uh, I think it was us. Yeah. Was, yeah, we did. We did talk about that. And so, uh, what you call it? And it's like, so now you got those two groups together, you know, feuding. And I'm like, oh shit, I, I, I don't know why I never, I never thought of that, you know. And yeah, me neither. And so, and they had a little dance battle. That was fun. Um, but yeah, it, so I'm excited to see that. You know what I mean? And uh, and I'm happy they got those guys away from the, the championship. So, you know, we're, we're going to get the Bludgeon Brothers and Carl uh, uh, Anderson. Carl Anderson. And, um, Gallows. Yeah. Yeah, I, de- I definitely want to see um, the co- – first of all, is there a reason why they stopped calling them the club? Like, I heard a, that like, too. A, I heard other people saying that. <laughs> they stopped calling them Because, the like, club. now I think the their new tag name is the the Good Brothers, the good brothers. which is <laughs> weird because they have the Bludgeon Brothers and the Good Brothers. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in this feud because, like, I feel like the club has really been underutilized. I'm, I'm just going to keep calling them the club for mm-hmm. ease, you know. Ease of use, but they probably got sent a cease and desist letter. Yeah, they probably did, which <laughs> would be funny. But at the same time, the one reason I'm a little shaky on it is because I feel like they, they still haven't fully made themselves as menacing as they need to be, and the whole nerds thing just doesn't really work for for me because. Like, it just doesn't make sense half of the time they use it. Like, when they were using it against New Day, it made sense. Because you could argue that their gimmick is very nerdy. But, I like, what's nerdy about the Bludgeon Brothers? Like, I don't know. But, um, you know, hopefully it'll be a fun match. I mean, because they can work. But it's just my my investment level isn't as high as it should be. But, you know, still holding out. Hopefully they do something cool with them. Um, anything else from there that you wanted to bring up um that's about it yeah okay yeah because for me um i had the uh the nx team uh main event with uh shana baszler and dakota kai i thought that was cool because uh you know they 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 did a good job playing on that like i was i was afraid that they were gonna just make you know make it a squash and dakota kai was gonna get fucked up like pretty early on but I liked how she, you know, she was able to push through, and then when she got her offense in, like, I feel like she has really clean-looking offense, and you know, her kicks look very like aggressive. So when she got her hits in, I was like, you know, it, it kind of riled me up a little bit, and I was getting pretty hyped. And then obviously they ended the match the way they did, but it was it was cool because you bring Nikki Cross into the picture. And I thought that was an interesting X factor because they have been building up to that. I just kind of forgot. So when she came out, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And now she has a whole bunch of momentum behind her. So maybe, um, you know, they'll run with that. Maybe they'll do a three-way eventually or something. I don't know. But um, I also thought it was interesting that, uh, like, maybe they pulled Sanity back because they want to wait for Nikki to come up. Because, like, you can't really – 
like so remember when enzo and Cass came up right and mm. then oh we need to talk about that too but but we'll, we'll get oh, to that shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh but, uh, man <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm glad we saved that for last, yo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, but um. So remember when Enzo and Cass came up without Carmella, and then Carmella came up, and they pretty much didn't even acknowledge the fact that they were a group. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, part of the reason was because Triple H wanted her to stand on her own, and I feel like this this might be a similar case. But I feel like her being a part of Sanity means more, like, I, I, I just feel like that's a better idea for a faction than mm-hmm. just having one random girl with the tag team as, like, a manager style. Because yeah. Nikki Cross never felt like a manager. Like, she, she felt like did. a... yeah. She was, uh, she was that, <clears throat> she was, like, it's, like, she was, like, molded with the group. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like they, they all came up and you know she would interfere in matches and she's just as crazy. Like how plus, else are you gonna? Plus, there was, a, there was a time where uh, Carmella wasn't with them, you know, in NXT. And okay, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think I think she was Nikki Cross was always with Sanity. I think. Yeah, like they only split them up recently, and even when they did, it's like they would all do their own thing, but they would all stay as a group, and. Like I don't really see what the purpose of taking them away from each other is because you can you can have her as part of sanity and have them coexist and only interact when necessary. But you like when they come out when when the entrances happen, Nikki Cross is there, or like when the segments happen, Nikki Cross is there. But she doesn't have to be involved in every single thing, and it worked perfectly fine on NXT. So I'm hopeful that whenever she does make the main roster like they don't split her up from the group permanently Mm because that would be a problem oh it it wouldn't be a problem but i wouldn't necessarily like that because it would just be like what's the point like you know because i I feel like if you add a girl to a faction or you if you have girls mixed in with guys you just open up uh, you know opportunities for different things when they're not involved in the title picture you could do other things with those people so Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just an idea. Let's get to the the icing on the cake before we uh, yeah get yeah out of that, here. this accidental segue yeah. with Enzo. <laughs> accidental segue. Oh my god! So yeah. I, I th- was it Monday when he came out with the song. Uh, it had, no, it had to be a Sunday because my my brother was at the house. Kenny, you know, I talk oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah. He was at the house. I was laying down on the couch watching TV. And um, and he was he was like sitting down too at the table, and he was like, "Yo, he's like Enzo dropped a music video." <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> he's oh, like, he's like oh, "Look it up. It's called Phoenix." I was like, "Phoenix." <laughs> so I was like, "All right." <laughs> oh. I was like, "So like we because we knew yeah. that Enzo was trying to be a rapper, and it's like I, I forgot if it was on Hot ninety seven or Breakfast Club or whatever." It was, it was Hot ninety seven. But- yeah, somebody asked him to freestyle once, and that shit made me cringe. But I was like, uh, whatever. Like, if he does, it'll be while he's with the company. It'll be one of those things you could just write off. And obviously, it's not panning out. But it seems like his next move after wrestling is taking music very seriously. And he dropped this song. And like, what what were your what were your 
impressions. <laughs> oh my god, I was laughing the entire time. I was like, yo, this that he cannot be serious right now. Um, yo, it was it was trash, but <laughs> it was it was fun. Yeah, was yeah, fun. like there's no way you could. Yeah. yeah, you you can't even really skate around <laughs> it. It's trash, but like. Yeah, I, I think fun is the right word because, but I, I think that's also because we know who Enzo is. Yeah, and you you know you know what else was fun about it, and I'm not trying to make fun of his situation, but yeah. the fact that you could tell he was really pissed off when yeah. he this. Yeah, off. like he got a lot of shit off his chest, and that's yeah, why, that's why I said it was fun. his ass yeah. off. Yeah, he got a lot of shit off his chest, yo, like. Oh my god. And and I and I I'm not mad at him because that's exactly how you would feel. You know, like it's like, yo, this yeah. bitch is lying. And it's like <laughs> and everybody just shit on you after like, you know, it's like, yo, she's lying. She's clearly lying. Everybody's telling you she's lying, but y'all still shit on me. Calling yeah, me a exactly. horrible person. Well fuck it. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, obviously like we, we already talked about how like he went about it the wrong way. He should have yeah. told people when it happened, but yeah, she literally ruined his career. So, yeah. you know, I, you know, I, for, in that regard, I feel bad for him, and I hope that he's able to be a smarter person going forward. However, like, I don't know if rap is your thing, and so, <laughs> you know, yeah. there, there's been worse. I mean, you know, there's obviously, of, a like, lot of worse rappers out there right now. Yeah, like we live in an era where there's a like the standards are as low as they've ever been, but you know, there's a huge uphill battle when you're an ex wrestler who is white and is trying to rap. Mm-hmm. Like it's already hard enough if you're trying to make a transition into rap from something else. Like Leo Rush, I think he put out a song. Like I don't know if you heard that, and it wasn't terrible, but it's like I had a similar reaction. Where I was like, okay, whatever. Like this is this is more of like a at laugh least, out at loud. At least Leo Rush wasn't the main person on that song. Yeah, yeah, he was just featured, yeah. and I like I didn't even know he he was trying to rap or whatever. And mm-hmm. it was you know it was it was what it was. It wasn't you know it didn't make me turn off the song, but I didn't want to download it or anything. I was like, okay, but, um, but basically, you already kind of say, okay, that's weird, especially after John Cena, because I feel like John Cena had the most like buzz about him when he tried to do his music thing, and that was the more even like I feel you, you, like retroactively, I feel offended by John Cena's music career <clears throat> because, <laughs> like. When when he first started doing it, like part of the reason I became a huge John Cena fan at the time is because he was rapping, and I thought that he was an actual rapper because he had the album and he did his own theme song, and or theme songs, and it seemed legit. And there was videos of him freestyling with fans and or like battle rapping with fans, and like it was trash, yes, but or to some degree. But I just I thought he was dead serious. And then years later, I like I forgot when I think it was before WWE 2K15 came out. He talked about how he he only took it that seriously because that's what his character was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, so you literally 
got so like I don't know if I should be mad or offended, but it's like he got so into the the character of what a rapper was that he began rapping and tried to rap and released an album and made mm-hmm. his theme songs and whatever pretty much made his whole image around his rap persona and just to just to be like oh yeah i don't really listen to rap that much or i don't really even like that's not my genre of choice but when i was doing it is because that was what, what that was what was asked of me or that's what i was doing mm-hmm. so it's just like i don't know it was just kind of i think he was trying to be uh marky mark but uh, yeah, yeah. but they wanted him to be a full full blown rapper and shit because uh you know Marky Mark uh Mark Wahlberg if you don't know yeah. Mark Wahlberg the the actor was a rapper I think he I think he uh he won a Grammy as I said I think he won a Grammy like <laughs> won a Grammy for that song you like if dead ass if you go back and watch the music video for either Good Vibrations mm-hmm. or You Gotta Believe mm-hmm. and you tell me that Marky Mark wasn't John Cena or yeah. John Cena wasn't Marky Mark then you are lying to yourself and because it's, yeah. it's literally the same thing. Like the jean shorts, the hat, the, the stance, even like he, I, did he ever admit that he was pretending to be Marky Mark or did he say he was trying to do his own? I thing? don't know, but I, I just said, it. I, I don't know. He might have, he might not have, but you know, they're both from uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, so uh, and he, he was big, you know, when, when John Cena had to be like a teenager. So I, I could see it. You know what I mean? I can yeah. see, I can see it. I can see it. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, so, so back to Enzo, like it's already, you're already going to face a lot of scrutiny coming from wrestling and going into music. And I feel like Enzo, like this first attempt is not very promising for his music career, but uh, you know, it, for, if anything, I would say watch it just because it's, it's like it's like watching something that's on fire that you can't really take your eyes off of because you're like, oh, this is bad, but I kind of want to watch because it's interesting or whatever. Like I can't take my eyes off of it, kind of deal. But uh, yeah, that was, that was a thing that happened. So mm-hmm. anyway, was there was there anything else uh, that you wanted to go over? Oh no, nah, man! We can wrap it up right here. Yeah, I mean, John Cena and Nikki are getting back together. Woohoo! Uh, we got worked, everybody. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, like this. So, so generally speaking, like we, as we said, this week was uh, you know just a lot of weird stuff happening in general. Like you had some good stuff, some bad stuff. So, we tried to ra- uh, bring it all together in this new segment. So, let us know how that segment worked. Uh, you know, if you thought it was cool or not, um, I think it helps us get to the point a lot faster, so we don't have to spend time just like, you know, going on too many tangents. Like the tangents we went on, I think I thought think worked for the context of the episode, but uh, just let us know what you think about that. <clears throat> yeah, um, so we appreciate everybody checking us out. Um, you got any more spill before we head out for close out? Nope, all good. All right, yeah, so we appreciate everybody on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play. You know, we out here. Um, you know, make sure you share this. If you like it, share it with your wrestling friends, from your favorite. I mean, I mean, share this with your your, your wrestling friends. I mean, friends. Yeah. You know? 
Um, but yeah, man, Smart Mentality Podcast. We out of here. Peace.